TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. WILK News Radio. Great. Good morning, everyone. Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. It is George Washington's birthday. It is, even more importantly, infinitely so, Ash Wednesday. And it's 10 a.m. in Northeast Pennsylvania. This is the Bob Cadaro Show. I am he. And as we say, it is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. People like John Michael Klingman and Phineas Slayton, Soldiers of the American Revolutionary War who are sixth great-grandfathers to friends of the show, Jeff and Shannon Slayton Lewis. Remarkable. And, you know, being remembered, I guess, is the ultimate in thanks to, to people. And on a great feast day like today, Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent, culminating in Easter Sunday, it is more than appropriate and great that we bring on Mark Hauk, co-founder and president of the King's Men, and Jessica Frine. And she is one of the founders of the Providence Pregnancy Center, which is designed to counsel and assist pregnant mothers in getting through to birth. And I, as, as someone, Jessica Fryan, who just had a grand, my third grandchild, I, I, can't, I can't think of anything more important you could do with your life. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's, oh, just great stuff. Well, Mark Hauk, you are going to be the speaker on the 16th. And Jessica, let me let me have you tell us very quickly the time, date, all that kind of thing uh, for the event to benefit the Providence Pregnancy Center. Sure. So on Thursday, March 16th at St. Mary's Center in Scranton, uh, Mifflin Avenue, from 5 to 9, we're holding a dinner fundraiser um, to benefit Providence Pregnancy Center. Uh, we're a newly formed organization. Um, the dinner will include, it's a cocktail hour, dinner, desserts, 
speakers. Mark Houck is our keynote speaker. We'll also have Father Lawrence from the Franciscan Fires of the Renewal, live music, raffles. Uh, so it's it's sure to be a good night. <laughs> I, I think and by the way, the tickets are only $15, so you can't beat it. <laughs> amazing, amazing cause. Uh, Mark Houck. You came to the country's attention, uh, may I say the world's attention, when you were arrested outside of a, an abortion clinic in Philadelphia, and then even more so when the Justice Department, under the guise of the FBI, raided your home amongst your children, uh, your seven children, I might add, and then brought charges against you for uh, nothing, literally, and you fought those charges. First of all, welcome to the Bob Cadaro Show, and second of all, thank you for all you did in defying a government that was just wrong. Well, thanks, Bob. Glory be to God. It was a, a tremendous journey, as you allude to, and family was blessed, and, and there was a lot of grace being poured out upon us, and you know, we, we moved forward, and now we're going to be uh, testifying before Congress, so we got we got more work to do. Well, the, the testimony in front of Congress is not about abortion pro-life. It's about the fact that the Justice Department, instead of just contacting you or your attorney, decided to raid your home in the early morning hours. And uh, this disparate treatment that we've been seeing you don't even look for people who are bombing uh, clinics that are trying to help pregnant mothers. Sure. Uh, but they came after you with guns ready to blaze. They did. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, they, they were not applying equally the FACE Act, even though it had no application to me. Uh, but they're not applying it uh, to wonderful pregnancy resource centers, Catholic churches. Um, you know, it's, a, it's unfortunate, but that's why we have this oversight committee now, and we'll begin to uh, hopefully uh, dismantle some of this, uh, this corruption at, at the government level. Tell us about that corruption. Uh, you know, they didn't, why did they choose not to call you? Did anyone ever tell you, look, Mark, you had this little kerfuffle with a pro-abortion activist, and... Let's find out if it was self-defense. I mean, how much interviewing was done? How much discussion was had? Did they contact your lawyer and say, tell, tell Mark how to turn himself in? Did they do any of that? No, we did, the op we did exactly that. We contacted them, and we said we would be happy if we would be indicted. Uh, well, not happy, but we, would be, we definitely would come down uh, peacefully, and there would be no need to bring an agent out to the house. Uh, my attorney was a former federal prosecutor, so he knew he knew everything to say and he knew everything to do. And, and he kept contacting the assistant U.S. attorney in the Eastern District of Philadelphia, and uh, she wouldn't return his calls. So um, they were ignoring us after the preliminary uh, correspondence they had with us. Did this seem to be, um, and I don't think conspiracy is too strong a word, did this seem to be a conspiracy within the Philadelphia office, the Eastern District of the U.S. Attorney, or did it go farther than that in, in terms of what you've discovered? 
Well, I, I think uh, we have to look at the chain of events uh, and, and, and then put that together in our mind. And I, I think it is definitely uh, beyond just the Eastern District. We have the Dobbs case in June. Uh, we have Joe Biden, president, uh, speaking in Philadelphia, just declaring that he's going to defend abortion rights uh, and, and bowing to the community to do that in Philadelphia. And then we have the series of arrests with pro-lifers. And then, of course, my arrest uh, in uh, September. So it, it appears that, that the logic would, would uh, lead us to believe that it's beyond just the Eastern District. And it's clearly um, coming from Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice and the FBI. And that's what you'll testify to when you uh, appear before Congress. When is that appearance to take place? Sure. We just had our interview yesterday to determine whether or not we were going to do that. And uh, uh, it'll be happening in March. And that's in front of the House Judiciary Committee? Right. The, the new oversight committee for the weaponization of the... Oh, the new... Okay. Okay. That, that new committee. The select committee. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, so you get arrested. And I mean... I, I I've been through this. I've been there. So, so it's it's overwhelming or potentially. But you keep your calm, you hold your head high, and you take them right to trial. Tell us a little bit about that interim period after the arrest leading into uh the trial. Sure. Well it was four and a half months of uh, you know tremendous stress, but at the same time tremendous grace. Uh, the equal amount of stress was commensurate with the with the grace that was poured out upon us. So, um, you know, we, we had a lot of joy in the journey. Um, we had some peace that abounded uh, beyond, um, you know, what was imaginable. So, so that was there for sure. We also had children who were terrified and traumatized who were trying to get through a weekly Friday because they were afraid of Friday because that's when the raid was. Yeah. And then you have other children, four-year-old and six-year-old and two-year-old, who internally just did not understand what happened. you got to remember, Bob, that you know, these kids look at police officers as, as virtuous, heroic people, and now they're coming to uh, their home, and now they're arresting their dad, who they don't understand. He's a good person. He's a good guy. Why would the police now arrest a good guy when they're supposed to arrest the bad guy? So they're co- totally confounded in their little minds as to what's going on and uh, – one of our children is uh, expresses himself mostly these days through screaming. So we have a lot of trauma still to deal with there. Wow. Seven kids seeing that raid, watching the FBI take dad away. So you've had a lot of time. You had time to think about, well, what do we do? Was there ever a thought in your mind, Mark Houck, to plead guilty to something? Uh, it was never a thought. We did present to our, our uh, attorneys, the legal team, Thomas Moore Society and Philadelphia's own Brian McMonagall. We, we said, are they going to come through with a plea? And, he, and they said, no, Mark, that's got to come from you. And I said, well, I don't want a plea. Well, lo and behold, the federal government, which never offers a plea, has a 98% conviction rate when it has prosecution, uh, presented a plea on January 6th of all dates. A Friday afternoon uh, <laughs> was basically a slap. Yeah, how about that? A slap on the wrist, uh, plead guilty to one count, zero to six months, and no probation. I said no initially, but I talked to my wife, and uh, she said, absolutely not. You're innocent, and I wouldn't let you home if you took that plea. 
So we decided to. <laughs> That's quite a bit of incentive. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, but we wanted to risk. We wanted to risk. Uh, you know, the whatever we need to risk in the trial to get case law on the books. USA versus Mark Hafnow is now available to all pro-lifers and sidewalk counselors to defend their rights and help them in in any future battles there. And but it goes beyond that. Anyone who's interested in freedom of expression and speech, this is a defense for. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, so, Mark, also uh, in this process, you're in the trial. Was there any time, you have one of the great attorneys, uh, Mark uh, Brian McGonigal, was there any point during the trial where you thought, this may not go right? Oh, uh, up until the, the, the verdict, I felt that way. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, the government put on a tremendous case, you know, the, the full force of the government, they had their number one guy from Washington, D.C., Judge Joe Papert, who is my judge, said he never in nine years on the bench on the federal level had someone from D.C. come up to his court, uh, from the Justice Department. So this was a big deal, and they put as much effort into this as was possible. They had a great prosecutor, and I'll tell you what, I had 12 jurors who, in the Philadelphia pool, uh, were all, most of them, if not all of them, contributing to Planned Parenthood and using their services. So we had very much reason to have trepidation up to the very moment of, uh, of the verdict being decided uh, that, you know, it could not go, it might not go our way. And in truth be told, I was preparing my heart that it wouldn't go that way. But yeah. thanks be to God, it, it, it did, uh, it did uh, go our way. And, and we were inwardly free, but now we're outwardly free as a result of that verdict. So you're president of the King's Men. Tell us quickly about that. Sure. So the King's Men is a men's ministry, a nonprofit organization that I started back in uh, 04 in, in uh, the Philadelphia region, and it's now has a footprint around the country and even in the globe. And so we, we, just, we help men, uh, and, and we work with fathers and husbands and sons to try to help them do, uh, you know, fulfill their call as men, as leaders and protectors and providers. And we do that by calling them into action, like by fighting abortion and uh, cultural evil. So that's some of the work that we do. And we're happy to share with it with the, with the, the crowd on uh, Scranton, March 16th. Looking forward to that greatly to help this wonderful organization raise funds. Well, Mark Houck's the guy who, along with his son, was silently and prayerfully protesting outside an abortion clinic in Philadelphia. He actually defended his son against an ignorant abortion rights activist. Uh, the Philadelphia police responded, dismissed the charges, and then the feds picked them up to maliciously prosecute Mr. Houck. He defeated them at trial. And what what a more virtuous signal to send, Mark Houck. So uh, we appreciate you coming on today, and, sure. and even even more so coming up to Scranton to help support this uh, new Providence Pregnancy Center. Uh, there's no more important work than what Providence is doing, and, and we're happy to do it. So I hope many of your listeners will come out and and uh, you know, hear the the full story. Uh, that was the journey of the trial uh, and that you just talk, we just talked about. Jessica Frayne, tell, tell me quickly uh, what the Providence Pregnancy Center is going to do, what their mission is, and then finish with uh, the details of the event on the 16th. 
Sure. So our ultimate goal is to create a culture that embraces every pregnant woman in this area so that a woman doesn't ever feel that she has no choice but to seek abortion uh, when she's experiencing coercion from a partner or a parent that she knows that there's a place to go locally where she can get resources. Those resources would include peer counseling, uh, community referrals, maternity housing. We're in the process of renovating a home via four bedrooms for uh, women to stay while they're pregnant and beyond their pregnancy after they've given birth as well. Um, and, you know, the, just to, to give them the love that they need, not only just to say yes and to choose life, but then to be supported throughout their pregnancy. And what we love about Mark Cumming, I mean, I know that there's this national attention because of his arrest, um, but you may not know this, Bob, but right now as we speak, he's outside of Planned Parenthood in Philadelphia. Uh, it's like David <laughs> and Goliath. I love it. This is what real men are supposed to do. And I think in the pro-life movement, and in the, especially on the abortion side, men are told that they have no place, they have no voice, but it's the exact opposite. Men are meant to protect, to protect women and children. Mark takes that calling serious, and I hope he shares that with the people at our dinner so that men are motivated and activated into this movement. And um, so the dinner, you know, you can get tickets at ppcscranton.org slash events. You can get them online. That's the easiest way. Um, or you can send us an email, help at ppcscranton.org, and we'd be happy to help you get them uh, in the mail with a check. Um, Just, so, yeah. That's- Jessica Fran, what I love about it the most is that this effort, the Providence Providence Pregnancy Center, what Mark Houck is doing, what you are doing through PPC, is is truly pro-life. It's not anti-anyone. It's pro-life. And that is all the difference in the world. Thank you. All right. Thank Mark Houck. Uh, Jessica Fryne, thank you so much. I know you'll have a great event on the 16th. And, Jessica, feel free to call in again before the event to publicize it. We're, we support you 100%. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you to Mark. Right. We appreciate thank your you. time. God bless you. All right, All right Mark Huck. Mark Huck, welcome to Scranton. Jessica Fryne, thank you. We'll take a break. We'll be back. The Bob Cadaro Show. February 22nd, 1964, the Four Seasons moved from number 11 to number 3 with their hit single, Dawn. And before that, Andy Warhol. And we have somebody who texts us who we call Soup Can. Well, he calls himself that. So how appropriate. 1987, this date, Warhol died. He was just 58. Just 58 years old. He, he certainly had an impact, did he not? Hey, uh, Joe from Sawyersville is on the line as a follow-up to uh, our discussion with Mark Houck and Jessica Fryne. Hey, Joe, how are you? Hi, Bob. Uh, Bob, well, Mr. Hawk is certainly entitled to his opinion, but it is the uh, minority opinion. Isn't it fair to say that Pennsylvania is a strong abortion rights state? No. Depends so. how, it depends how you ask the question, Joe. Mm-hmm. It depends if, if what your friend Shapiro and right. Fetterman and Casey and Cartwright all support, and all the Democrats, because yep. this is their platform, they all is, want, yep. 
is is death at any point of that fetus's that child's development including after it's out of the mother's body now do you agree with that i believe that they say that, that that's not a lot i don't know if that's true or not but i do support abortion rights so do the majority of pennsylvanians that's, that's no, pro-choice pro-choice is a, it depends how you ask the question joe that's mm-hmm. very important if you ask about the democrat radical left murder platform murder platform that's what it is that a child can be killed at any point including after birth 80 percent of the people disagree with that well it's fair to say that doug Masciano did not support abortion he got slaughtered what does that say about the people of Pennsylvania? He was a terror. He was an awful candidate. He was awful. Just, I agree. You're he right. was, by the way, would have made a great governor, but he was an awful candidate and ran a terrible campaign. And and so that's what happens. And he was overwhelmed by a hundred million dollars of far left lunatic money that put Shapiro in the governor's chair. And there's no doubt that Doug Messer was a strong supporter of anti-abortion. It, it, it didn't, no it didn't come. It. It, it didn't come down to one issue, and you know that. Well, now that issue, issue didn't that issue didn't play well because the left wing sick lunatics were able to define the issue, and they are not pro choice. They are pro abortion. They adore abortion. They worship at the altar of abortion. That's the Democrat Party today. That's what they do, Joe, and you know it. Well, sure. Well, they, they represent the people of Pennsylvania who support abortion well, it's, rights. It's, just, it's, not, it's not about rights. It's not about rights. They want to end a child's life at any stage they choose. If uh, if a woman including after birth, it's it a should. sick, sick, twisted philosophy, Joe. And, and it didn't. And want- it did not come across. There were, no, the lie was a. There was a, a lie. They, I, I watched. I watched the commercials, telling me that Doctor Oz did yeah. not support, was against uh, any any uh, uh, waivers on his pro-life stance, and that was an outright lie. Doctor Oz was very much anti-abortion. He got blown out. So had nothing now. to do, John. No, no, or Joe. No, yeah. no, 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 no. The Democrats lied. The left lied about the issue and they prevailed through a lie which is the only way they can and by the way let me ask you how do you feel about your vote for fetterman now joe how do you feel about it we have no senator we have no senator from pennsylvania it's a disgrace joe you should be ashamed of yourself i'm very proud but but again absolutely very proud you're proud joe i could probably think of a i like you I like could probably think I could probably think of a hundred things I'm proud of you for. I'm ashamed of you for that vote, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Thank you for the call, my friend. Bye, we'll Bobby, be back. Bye. We'll be back. Well, that means the weather again, and uh, let's see what it is. Let's see what Joe Snedeker said it's going to be. Storm Tracker 16 forecast says winter weather advisory until 3 p.m. Still looks good out there least up in this end of the listening area. Today, cloudy and dry to start. A mix of icy rain and snow rise by late morning, early afternoon. Untreated surfaces could be icy 
and there could be some light snow accumulation before it turns to all rain later in the day, high of 40. Tonight, cloudy drizzle. The temperatures continue to climb, but slowly. The low will be 45. Tomorrow, scattered rain showers early, then cloudy with peaks of sun by afternoon, high of 48. Friday, colder and windy with flurries, high of 32. And is Larry still with us in Plymouth? Larry, are you there, my friend? Yes, I am, Bob. How are you, Larry? I'm pretty good, Bob. Good. Uh, here's my thing. Uh, talking about um, the Ukraine. See, you were, you were saying that you don't understand, like, if we want, why aren't we pushing more to win or whatever. Here's the thing. We got the nitwit in the White House, and we got that little worm over in, in Ukraine. They don't want this war to end, Bob. They're, they're, they're globalists. They're glo- they don't want it to end. It's a money laundering scheme for, for the rich. They don't want the war to end. Well, I, I'll, ag- I'll go this far with you, Larry. There is money to be made. There's war profiteering to be had. Uh, there are people with major uh, energy complexes who make more money because prices go up. But Bob, so, here, see, see, Bob, like I said, they're globalists. They want, they, what the aim is, they want regime change in Russia. They want to get rid of Putin, just like they got rid of Gaddafi and, and Saddam. And I'll tell you what. I think right, right so, now, I think Putin is the greatest leader in the world today. In fact, in fact, Bob, I'm sending the guy a watch. Let, sound. Now, let, let me text, let me put a chicken in the armor of your. You're, you're, you're breaking your, up. Let me put a chink in the armor of your rational argument. Huh? The red. Ch- the let me put a chink in the armor of your rational. The rational portion of your argument. The Putin thing is okay. off the okay. charts. Now, the. Globalists, they love Red China. They love Xi Jinping. They love the model of that government and its control over its people. That's the globalists. They love it. Okay. Yet, yet, he, Xi Jinping, is supporting Putin in this. Okay, but there's a so So there are obviously cross-currents in what you may see as a monolith. And okay, I don't but, see it that way. But like I said, there's a but. Putin is not an, a, a globalist. He is a nationalist, nationalist like I am. He doesn't Correct. want globalism. And, and, and we're, fo- we're following, Bob. And, and, you know, you keep saying we're the greatest country in the world. We're not anymore. We're not. Just look at what's going on with the, with the drugs, with the killings. With the, we're not the greatest country. We were at one time. But we well, have fallen, I, and I don't think there's anything, and I don't think there's any coming back. Well, it, there's a reason, and I'm going to do it every hour. We're going to play the Miracle on Ice because you remember it well, I am sure. Oh, it I started. It started a revival of this country when it had been driven low by Nixon and his disgrace and Jimmy Carter. But, and a but, lot of other and a lot of other factors. But, but here's the thing, Bob. I, I I mean I had hope too, but I believe I just believe there's too many of them and not enough of us. Well, with, you know, look at that remains to be seen. But I will tell you, uh, I see the opportunity for a revival of America. I I truly do, and 
look at the proof is going to be in the pudding down a year or two down the line. You know, we're going to see in this presidential election, the next national election cycle is going to tell us a lot about whether America is irredeemable. We're going to see. And I know, you know, I know, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a Trump man, Bob, you know, I'm seeing the light a little bit. I mean, I just don't think the guy could win. And, and I, I do like Ron, Ron, I like him like you do. I think he's a very good guy. And, uh, but the thing is, no matter who it is, it's gotta be a Republican. It's gotta win. Correct. To save the country. There's no hope okay, for the Democrat Bob, Party okay. in the in the foreseeable future. None. Okay, and Bob, and the happy birthday, disgrace. Bob. You just, by the way, thank you. So, and, uh, yeah, birthday Friday. And I won't be with you, uh, but Frank Andrews will. So I, I'm, I'm very pleased with him stepping into the chair. Okay, well, you have a good time, Bob. All right. Larry, always my pleasure. Great talking okay. to you. We'll thank take you a break. Much. Bob Cadaro, the eponymous show will roll on after this. This is... Man, I didn't know they were around that long. February 22nd, 1968, Genesis released their first single, The Silent Sun. Well, that's, you know, you know them through Phil Collins, of course. All right, we're back. Got some interesting texts I wanted to talk about. But uh, let's once again mention uh, John Klingman, Sunbury. Phineas Slayton, Vermont. They were the sixth great-grandfathers. I don't know quite how you phrase that, uh, but grandfathers sixth removed, I guess you would say, but in a long lineage of Jeff and Shannon Slayton Lewis. They're local people. Jeff, I was telling you about, is, is the great musician we heard up at Camelot not too long ago. Uh, Valentine's Night, to be exact. And he told me about two relatives who had fought in the Revolutionary War. And, you know, the, one of the reasons we do these things, even if they've passed away, is that remembering these heroes is absolutely critical to remembering the founding, the principles, and the reason for this incredible country that's the history they're trying to steal in order to steal the country so i was i was ecstatic to be able to talk about these two revolutionary war veterans remarkable stuff uh somebody texted in bob just wondering the east palestine debacle the cleanup just wondering where they are disposing this toxic soil and water. I know for the right money, sadly, Pennsylvania will take everything. That's Jeff from Carbondale. And then this is a this is something I saw, but you know, there's so many subjects to talk about, we didn't get to it. Soup Can says, Bob, did you see the secretly recorded video of Pelosi's daughter admitting January 6th wasn't an insurrection? And they played the media into covering it as if it was. Yes, I did. Anything they say is a lie. Bob Cadero back. That's Sly and the Family Stone. Everyday people. It was the number one R&B hit this day 
1969. Bob Cadaro with you on uh, the eponymous show. Uh, March 31st at La Bona Vita in Dunmore. They're going to roast me for the Mosaic Project, which is a public art and uh, mural, public mural program, uh, which is going to spread throughout this region. And they're raising money to do that, and I'm more than willing to be made fun of. I get made fun of every day anyway. I said, so why not get made fun of for a good cause? And tickets are available at Dunmore Lumber and Just Imagine. Uh, Just Imagine on Electric Street in Dunmore. So uh, that event, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, No doubt about that. So somebody asked... Where is it? I'm looking for it. Boy, I get so many texts, and I appreciate them, by the way, and I do go through them, and here it is. Am I mistaken, or are the pro-abortion people the same people who are against the death penalty? Yes, they are. Isn't that incredible? Now, you can be, I happen to be pro-life and also against the death penalty, but you can be for the death penalty because those are adults who've already made their choices and you could be for the death penalty and still be pro-life there there is no hypocrisy there but please remember what i've told you about the left and those who vote in support of the democrat party there they have to be hypocrites they have to either lie or listen to lies Did you notice our conversation about abortion? And I love Joe. I enjoy his calls. And I I, I like him. I know we like each other and could hang around. But he ignores the questions because their sick, twisted ideology cannot stand up to logical questioning. It's all emotion, and it's all from an unrealistic, untruthful, and non-fact-based platform. All of their beliefs. All of them. So they could be against the death penalty. If you vote Democrat, you're for an open border. You're for drug overdoses. You are for, and I don't care which Democrat you vote for, frankly, because they all support all the way from the lowliest all the way up to sicko Biden. They support all of these things one way or another. So if you vote Democrat, you support this. If you voted Fetterman, you support this. If you voted Shapiro, you you support this. If you voted Cartwright, you support this. And then go down to your state reps. You support crime in our cities and letting violent criminals loose. You support drug death. You support wild spending. You support hamstringing our energy industry and the inflation and the pain that that has caused. Yeah, that's what you support. And you support the attack on history that is ongoing, that's disgraceful, that's actually sick. You support... If you vote Democrat, 
allowing schools to indoctrinate children about sexual orientation before they reach sexual maturity. You support all that. I'm sorry. And and you're lying to yourself if you say otherwise. And I told you and lamented before the election, I can't couldn't believe it. It was one of the first elections, and granted, I was in prison for eight and a half years and couldn't vote. But it was one of the first elections where I could not vote for a Democrat. There wasn't one. Not one. And it's because I see the linkage from the lowest level Democrat all the way to sick, twisted Joe Biden and the National Democrat regressives. It's a direct link. It's a chain of fools, as Aretha Franklin would say, that goes from your dog catcher to the President of the United States. And they support, whether they believe it or not, whether they agree with it or not, out of fear or whatever, a sick, twisted ideology which has no redemptive value whatsoever. None. It's just ridiculous. So you have this blind Democrat voter. I don't know how to handle it. I really don't know how to address it, except save your time. Our caller was proud of his vote of John Fetterman. John Fetterman is the least equipped, most fundamentally unsound, and philosophically disjointed United States senator we've ever had. On top of that, his physical and emotional health are in such perilous shape that this job will kill him. And yet that voter was proud of his vote. Proud of it. I'm sounding like Joe Biden now. (laughs) So what do you do? Save your breath. Save your breath. And let us talk to those who are convincible. And let's have a coalition of the convincible in our club for common sense. And we can make it happen. Time for the news. Bob Cadaro, WILK. We'll be back. WILK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.